Miller Lite, the official beer partner of your Philadelphia Phillies, is proud to serve as presenting sponsor of WIP's High Hopes Pod. So whether you're listening to the game, catching up on the latest High Hopes Pod, or at the ballpark, remember it tastes like Miller time, Phillies fans. Celebrate responsibly. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team this is the high hopes podcast I hope. it's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the philadelphia phillies on radio.com and sports radio 94 wip yo it is another edition of the high hopes podcast just when you need us the most philadelphia we're here for you is there still a football team in philadelphia? i don't think so man not as far as i'm concerned yeah i mean who really cares? Well, the funny thing is, is as you know, as anyone listening knows, they went along with us for the journey. It was a pretty frustrating baseball season. It's worse. <laughs> the Eagles worse. Carson Hoskins? It's worse. Carson Hoskins. Oh my, Carson Same Knapp. thing? Is the same Carson thing? Carson Knapp. You're going nap. Oh, man. Oh, it's over. It's not You can't good. throw the nap name around and not expect consequences. That's true. Nap's a little far. Nap's a little far. It's a little Although much. the way he played yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was an, an, a nappian performance. Yesterday. It was. It was the most nappian. Oh man, horrible. Uh, who cares though? Phillies. Oh my god. Baseball. Listen. We got rumors. We got all mm, kinds of. I mean, we got maybe adding Madison Bumgarner super. I mean, granted, the Braves are you know like out there actually making moves and oh, stuff. Oh, come on. Listen, the Travis Darno contract is absurd. Will Smith. $8 million for Travis Darno. Travis Darno was really good last year. He was year. fine. Here's the thing. He reeks of a guy who leaves Tampa yeah. Bay and just sucks. Terrible. Lock it in. Lock it in. I agree. He's going to get hurt again. $8 million? The Will Smith contract was fair. Yeah. I think that's a, a fine contract. I'm glad the, the Phillies Chris didn't Martin, do it. Chris Martin, two for 14. Yeah. Screw you, Matt Klintak. It's Where just, are you on the two for four team for Chris Martin? They had the, the fl- whole Coldplay thing. We talked about this. They had the fourth lowest second half bullpen ERA in the bigs last year. Ugh. You think they needed Chris Martin? Oh my god. They had Mike Morin. No. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> actually, he's gone. Happy birthday to Sir Anthony Dominguez. P- please, 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 man. Talk I mean, about a guy you need. Clintac did say what last week that he expects him to be ready for spring training, which is he massive it, and unexpected and. Fingers crossed, <laughs> you know? Might last for a month. Totally expecting him to just throw a pitch, grab his forearm, and be yeah. like, well, that was fun. Time to get TJ now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. worried. I'm trying not to think about it, and yeah. I could really use 2018 Serenity Dominguez back in my life. Could I ever, Jack? 
Oh, God. Imagine the thought of a, a guy going out there and you just know he's going to get outs for you. What a, what, a, what a thought. What a thought. I mean, have they had that guy since 08 Brad Lidge? <laughs> since 18 Sir Anthony Dominguez. Or since 19 Jose Alvarez. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, I'm happy. I know. Let's get. I literally, I spent because we are happy. We're 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 no, bitching I'm, right I'm now. I'm ecstatic. I'm yeah, ecstatic. Honestly. We're excited. I'm I excited. spend every day waiting for a new Phillies highlight thing to drop yeah, on you're, YouTube. You, Jack, Jack, I just miss it every I know, day. I miss I know. it. I miss the daily grind of like watching a game. Me too. Dissecting it. I miss. I miss having the Phillies on one TV and the package on the other, and just baseball package. Jack <laughs> gave me a face. The MLB package. Watch some baseball, just miss, all baseballed out. Yeah, I miss baseball. Me I really, too. I always say, like, you know, you know, like we were ready for the season to be over because yeah. it was just horrible by yeah. the end. Um, but I always miss it. Like, I miss immediately. The, it's like as soon as the the playoffs happen, you're like, all right, let's go. Yeah. I need this. I you see the Nationals win the World Series, you're like, f that, let's go. Yeah, and I know what's what sucks is that like the market moves so slow. Like with yeah, with with NBA with NBA and NFL, it's like instantaneous. It's it, and and that, in my opinion, is a a huge flaw for Major League Baseball. That it's an event for football. It's an event for basketball. You know, people are they dominate the news cycle for a portion of time. Whereas baseball, it's just this long, boring, drawn out process. And then one day in March, you're like, oh, Garrett Cole signed, great, <laughs> cool. Baseball starting. Yeah, you don't it, see it coming. It, 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 they're missing an opportunity. It, well, should be a, it should be a thing. It should be something where everyone is waiting for midnight or four o'clock or whatever on a certain day because you know, oh, this is happening. This is happening. This is gonna. This guy's going here and the stuff leaks and it's a, it's a day. It's a week. It's a news cycle that they just don't capitalize on. They don't. Um, I mean, a lot of people didn't even know free agency had started. Well, it was four days in, and I was like, wait, it started? Yes. Um, uh, and what's interesting now is, like, you don't see these moves coming because teams are announcing them. Yep. Like, all of a sudden, I know Chris Martin signed with the Braves. Yeah. And, like, Rosenthal's not on it, and none of the no, guys are y- on it. Yasmani Grandel, White Sox. By the way, the fact that $73 million is the highest contract they have ever given out, whew. Must be fun to be a White Sox Ooh. fan. Ooh. The Jerry Reinsdorf is cheap. Uh, uh, cliche is a cliche for a reason. Yeah, Jesus. you think you think he's excited to hand over seventy-two million dollars? <laughs> no. Um, no, sure, sir, certainly makes me feel you know better about John Middleton. Um, but yeah, it's it's been brutal. But like, I did. It is nice getting back into the rumor mill. Oh, it's great. Are you kidding me? Even Joel Sherman's crazy trade rumors I'm in on, or crazy trade possibilities, whatever, all of it, yeah, all of it, and like. People got really mad at it, and it was just like... <laughs> he's clear... I mean, he, he, he was, said it was not real. Like, yeah. He's just... And like, well, the fact of the matter is, like, why would the Cubs... If the Cubs are trying to maximize Chris Bryant's value, why are they pairing him with Jason Hayward? Yeah, And then no bringing sense. down the prospect it Makes value? no sense. <laughs> makes no sense. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Theo has no idea what he's doing, but... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, but wouldn't it be the worst thing in the world? So, all right, well, let's dive into it, because there have been some Phillies-related rumors, and, you know, Garrett Cole, will put that to the side for a second, as that has sadly not been a name that's been linked enough to the Phillies. The Phillies have been obviously connected to him for a while, and, and bits and pieces here and there, but that still, that seems like it's going to take a while. Uh, uh, recently, John Morosi says that one of Cole Hamels, Madison Baumgartner, or Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler Will be a Philly by the holidays? Was that the way you phrased it, Jack? Yeah, by New by Year's. By the turn of the year. By New Year's, yeah. Um, and, like, the the the, the Hamels thing is starting to worry me. Yeah, well, because of what 14 teams interested is the, is the story that's out there. The 14 teams interested. And Jay, Jay Hat money? 
Yeah. No. I'm not giving Cole uh, Hamels uh, that money. No, sir. No. Yeah. Strong no. I'm not here for a Cole Hamels overpay to bring him home. Well, I mean, look, especially we just did this with Jake Arrieta. And granted, the whole thing is a different situation, but we just did this. We just, and granted, I think we've talked a lot about how Cole's different in the sense that he's aging well and he's learning how to pitch with less velocity and all that type of stuff. But I, I can't be on the back end of another Arietta contract. That's where I'm at, Jack. Well, the good thing is, is that there's the left-handed Jake Arietta available oh in Madison Bumgarner. I, okay, so let's get into Bumgarner because that has been a name that has been attached to the Phillies aggressively. And I think it's someone that the, general average Phillies fan, obviously not the one listening to this pod or whatever, would be really excited. Would say, whoa, we got that guy. Awesome. And, and if we got Madison Bumgarner, I would be excited. Yeah, to, like, I think I'm more in on it than you. I, I, for me personally, I don't love how much it will probably cost to get Bumgarner. Correct. But I do believe Bumgarner will age well. I think he'll figure it out. I know he's going through some growing pains with the loss of velocity and learning how to pitch that way, but he's smart. He's a horse. I, I think he'll figure it out. But again, I think you're paying more for past performance than future performance, which is, again, what happened with Arietta. It's the same thing that happened. It's, yeah. It feels like the same exact thing that happened with Arietta. And so Bumgarner just scares me from the point that like his home ERA was like 293 mm-hmm. and his road ERA was like 523. Not good. And, I mean, that's one of the best pitchers parks in baseball. So For sure. And I, and I was watching them last year. I watch. I try to watch a good amount of Bumgarner because other than might trade from the deadline, and it was like some balls just would have been just yard at Citizens Bank <laughs> Park that just stayed in. It stayed into what Oracle now. It's Oracle yeah, Park. I, I, um, I, I, ever since Pac Bell, I've just. Oh, I was in on AT and T. Yeah, it's Pac Bell to me forever. Oh, it's so old of you. Um, <laughs> but, what are you talking to? But uh, but like Bumgarner, like the the road thing and. and it, it annoys me how people are like, well, he's technically 29, so he's not that old. But he also has like 1,900 innings on his arm. Yeah. Like, he's not a, a fresh arm. You can't just say because his age. That's why, like, Agreed. he can still age well. Like, he's he, his stuff is going down. Now, now, his, like, his slider was really good last year. Like, some of his secondary stuff was good. His fastball still wasn't great. It depends on the money for me, and I do think he could win you big games down the stretch. Yeah, look, I mean, regardless of, of road, home splits, whatever, you still trust Madison Bumgarner to take the ball to big game. Yeah, and, and he, he is an innings eater, right? Like, I mean, he pitched a third. Which, which they said was, was part either. of the quote that the Phillies wanted, an innings eater. It's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, he um, he took, he uh, had a pitch, pitched the second most innings in the NL this year. Or last year, so he can still do that. It's just, and the injuries that he's had have been freak injuries, like he had the the go kart thing or whatever the four wheeler thing. You he hasn't he hasn't had the the type of injuries that make you think, oh man, that worries me long term. Yeah, but it's it's for me, it's like I don't know what the contract's going to be. You're definitely paying for past performance. The road numbers are horrendous. Like it's just I don't know. Don't worry <laughs> about. I'm, I'm I'm already dreading the the Madison Bumgarner. You know, signing. You'll talk yourself into it a minute after it's announced. Of course I will. Yeah. That's, that's what I do best. And he rakes. Yeah, he rakes. That's he fun. He does rake. It's fun. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I would rather have Zach Wheeler for 500 than whatever the Madison Bumgarner deals. Okay, be. talk that out. Because that's the other name we were going to get to there. And I think that, I think most general, going back to the casual or just average Phillies fan, would probably prefer Bumgarner because they know him better. Uh, obviously, the the... 
age is a difference, Wheeler a different type of pitcher. Why do you say you want Wheeler more than Bumgarner? Well, because I think there's still untapped potential to Zach Wheeler, and I think like his second halves in the last couple of years have been really, really good. Like, And I know he does have the injury concern, which you don't really feel with Bumgarner, but also, I mean, I think Wheeler's arm is just fresher. I mean, he averaged the hardest fastball in the league last year. Wow, so he's not going to be a Philly is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, right, throws too hard. <laughs> Dude, throws way too hard. Throws way too hard. Um, so... Like I and I think he has a nice you know f- five pitch mix. Like I don't know I don't trust like five years a hundred plus million for Zach Wheeler does terrify me. It scares the crap. But out at of least me. I think there's upside there to where like Bumgarner. Could, so the yeah I see what you're saying. Like Bumgarner is gonna be either at the level he was last year or only get worse. Right. I don't think there's another level to Maz and right. Bumgarner. Where so the Wheeler contract could theoretically it could go real bad obviously with injuries and stuff, but at least has the potential to be a home run type contract. Whereas Bumgarner. Best case, he lives up to his contract. Best case. Best case. Yeah. Best case. Now, I think it's Bumgarner, Bumgarner will be less years, um, uh, I would, would think. You would, you would assume. So, um, but I just think with Wheeler, like, you have the 99, you have legit stuff. I do think that Brian Price will help, help him get back to using his splitter a lot. Um, so, I just think Wheeler has a chance of, of working out. And I just, Bumgarner, it's like, it's either at the level he was or it's only turning down, whereas I think there's another level to Wheeler. All right, rank the three, assuming that Hamels gets maybe not quite J-Hat money, but somewhere closer to J-Hat money than what we were talking about wanting him at, you know, the two for 20-something or whatever. Well, it's only two years, which obviously helps him for sure. a little bit. But he's going to be 38 at the end of mm-hmm. that contract. And he got hurt <laughs> last year. Yeah. And so I would... Probably go Wheeler, Baumgartner, Hamels. Yeah, if that's the case, I think that's probably the same, you know, order I would have. I'm a little closer Baumgartner to Wheeler than you, but I, I I really agree with your analysis. I think that if they're gonna go for a guy like this, you may as well go for someone who at least has a chance to to be a one or a two for you. you theoretically, in a best case world, um, whereas Baumgartner, I think, is past that time where he could be that type of dominant pitcher. I do love the idea of. You know, if you do get to the playoffs, the idea of having uh, the ability to hand the ball to a guy like Madison Bumgarner with his track record, but I, I agree with you. I think ultimately that's the way that I would order them. But, um, I mean, we'll get into what you think will happen, but where are you at with Garrett Cole in relation to this? Do you still feel some hope about Garrett Cole? Does Is there any chance that they would sign a, a Wheeler-Bumgarner type guy and a Cole in your mind? Like, how, how does this play out for you if... The assumption that one of these three guys and and potentially one of those two bigger dollar arms is going to be on the Phillies. No, I, I I don't. I think the the Cole thing is. I don't think they're going to sign Garrett Cole. Like I think that's I think the it's, feeling I get to. Yeah, like I, I want them to. I just doesn't feel like. And it. the thing with Salisbury saying that if his mark if his market falls apart or whatever, then the Phillies could jump in. Right. It's mostly they want so unlikely. They want to sign him at a discount. Yeah. Or whatever. Or not a discount, but not at, for three hundred million. I think they'd sign him for two twenty or something. But I don't think they want to go to the, the which crazy be, look. And and to be fair, last year we were all over the Harper numbers and saying that's a good deal. It's a fair deal. I think three hundred million for Garrett Cole is too much money. I mean, if he it's en- a lot. If he ends up with that. I'd be out on that too because we're talking three hundred million, probably over six or seven years or something like that. It's not going to be a 10, 11, 12 year contract. He's a pitcher, right? And I think they for some, I get why they're doing it, but it feels like they're going this offseason like they want to get a bunch of dudes rather than a dude, right? Like last year they got Bryce Harper as the dude, their next franchise player, whatever. This year it feels like they want to get 
you know, a wheeler, like a bunch of starters, and then like a, a couple, like a, more, like quantity more players over rather than one. In a way. Sure. Whereas with the coal market, it seems like the Angels are pretty motivated to get him and finally put some players around Mike Trout. But what's annoying about that is like they just handed Mike Trout four hundred plus million. Yeah, they say they're going to hand Garrett Cole whatever. And and the I mean Phil- they've done that before. They did the pools thing, the Hamilton thing, and it's amazing that they're Sean will- Figgins. Well, yeah, it's amazing <laughs> that they're willing to do it again because it has backfired on them time and time again. But you know, has it ever worked out for them? No. Well, I mean, Trout probably will because he's well, Mike no, no, Trout, but, but like no dipping into the free agent no, market. And not signing a, and the certainly guy. not the high level guys like that. Oh, Tony's no. worked out. So far, kind of. I mean, he missed a year with Tommy John surgery. I know he came back and hit yeah. some, and it's been, he's a he's a much better bat than I expected. So the same. Yeah. And I just I think that I think if you're the Yankees, I just think you're like he's it. Like that's the only thing that's really that holding a, a moves the needle for us, right? Because everything else they're loaded at. Yeah. And if they get Garrett Cole, it's like oh, we can have you know Paxton be our game two starter. You have. Tanaka and Severino, and Severino. If anything happens, that's just a bonus. In that right. Case. So yeah. you, if you can just add Garrett Cole, it's like we haven't, we didn't, we didn't really enter in the Manny Machado it's market. True. We didn't enter in the Bryce Harper mm-hmm. market. Like the Yankees, if they don't go after him, it's like embarrassing at this point. Like, I agree with you. For, I, to be I, the I Yankees yeah. and not go after Garrett freaking Cole yeah. and be the next uh, be the next Scherzer of the free agent market, like that's crazy. Yeah. So the, it's bad for the sport, actually. I, but. I, I I am with you. I, I think they need to go in on him. And look, if the Yankees want a guy, ultimately, at least. You know, I know it's changed with, you know, George dying and all that stuff. But, I mean, if they want a guy, they can get him. Ultimately. Yeah. I almost think that Strasburg's more realistic than Well, that's what I was, that was going to be Cole. my next question. What do you think about Strasburg? I mean, do you think he's going to leave Washington? What type of deal? And, and also, how does this play in with the whole, like, Salisbury talking about Boris wanting to funnel people here? Like, do something with that. Do you think that that's, it's just going to be a case of Middleton not wanting to pay what it takes? Yeah. It's tough. I don't know. I don't know. I just hope that, like, the luxury tax thing, it seems like it's really a a thing. I mean, it's been written about by all the beat writers about how they don't want to go over it if it's not worth it or whatnot. And I, and I think that they would go over it if it's for a Garrett Cole, if it's right. for Strasburg, if it's for Rendon. Like, they would do that if the market f- fell to them and they could do it. It's just my thing with the luxury tax is that, like, it's so. They're like, I don't know, $35 million under it right now, whatever, 28. But if they non tender Cesar and Franco gets above 45, which. Yeah, 44 was the number I saw as realistic if that happened. Okay. And it's probably, it seems like they're going to non tender Cesar and they're going to non tender Michael Franco, mm-hmm. which, like, I can't believe that we're at this point with Cesar where you could have traded him two years ago yep. and gotten some for him and now mm-hmm. we're just going to let him go. Yep. Um, which is, you know, good GMing as always. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just letting King replay second base, but that's a novel concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or um, yeah, um, oh. but like like with the so they might have like forty whatever open after they non tender those guys, uh, and then if you sign the like, and then after next year Robertson comes off the books, Arietta comes off the books, and I think Oduble comes off the books like definitively. Um, so that opens up you know forty two more million dollars. Mm-hmm. So like even even if you go over it this year, which if you go over it by like. I think it's, if you go over by ten million dollars, you're only paying a million dollar in taxes. The year after. Then you can reset it with the with getting all that. Like they cannot. Be afraid of the luxury tax. Well, especially, look, it's the situation they're in. They they absolutely can't. Uh, they have no help coming. I mean, they need to, we've talked about this a million times, but they don't have a bunch of young players who can come up and supplement at cheap prices. They just don't. They're going to have to pay Hoskins soon if they keep him around. They don't have a choice. If they really want to compete, it might just be all lip service. It might all be BS and they just want to, you know, that that they want to have a, a solid product, but that they're not really going to go above and beyond to 
bring a trophy home to Philadelphia. If they're going to go above and beyond and their motivation is to win now, they have to. They don't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, they have way too many holes and, and not enough you know options internally to fill them. They have to outspend their problems. They have to. That's it. Your, your, your only advantage in the NL East right now is money. Yeah. It's your only advantage. It's it. It's it. And if the Wilpons ever got their crap together, it wouldn't be anymore. Yeah. I mean, you'll always have it over the Braves. You'll always have it over the Nationals. You'll always have it over the Marlins, obviously, right, non-factor anyway. Right. But the Mets, theoretically at least, and granted, it's been a long time and I don't see the Wilpons changing or anything like that, but I mean, at least they theoretically could have the ability to spend like you if they wanted to. Yeah, so if your only thing that you have over teams is spending money and you don't have the, the like you have Bowman and Howard, which you hope are, you know, impact players mm-hmm. at the next level, um, like you don't have, they don't really have a choice. And like when you oh, when you trade when you trade for JT Romito trade six for him uh, and sign you, Bryce Harper and you know you're gonna have to pay JT in a year like you don't have a choice but to go for it. like their 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 core at next season is gonna be Noel's gonna be 27 playing next year at 27 yep. Harper, Harper 27 Hoskins 27 Real Muto 29 yeah like your core is in their prime is in their prime Kingery's gonna play next year at 26 years old like you you do not have a choice. But to keep going, and unfortunately, it's not the it's not the best way to team build. Oh my god, yeah, obviously. And and the thing that sucks is like Middleton said that last week. Like he said, going in on free agency is not the best way to build a team, and 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 like investing all this money into free agents is not sustainable. But you don't have another avenue. They've backed themselves into a corner. Right. It's 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 pretty terrifying. But yeah. Well, I mean, look. But they have the money. Well, That's they, the thing. That, like, they have the money. They have also s- taken a long time to spend that money. We're talking to years, years of purposefully grandly, but not spending money, of being an also random, being a team that, as we know, the worst team in baseball at one point. You know, like you don't have a choice. And also, you lose credibility with this fan base when you keep saying, we're going for it. We're going to win. We're bringing a trophy back. Blah, 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 blah. All the stuff that Middleton has said. You lose credibility if you're not willing to back that up. Yeah, I don't know. I still believe him, though. Like, I believe him. Like, he- I'm not, I'm, I'm saying in a, a hypothetical, look, we'll see. I hope he is. I hope it's true. I hope he's going to go spend. But we're talking about the luxury tax and the need for them to be willing to go over it. That's part of it. Yeah. The luxury tax is another thing. And the draft pick thing, I think, is legit. Like, he's not, I don't think he's going to give up a draft pick to sign Josh Donaldson. I think he would give up a draft pick to sign Zach Wheeler. Um, but that's fine. Uh, look, uh, that's fine. They need to smart. draft. I'm fine with that. I, again, I'm not the one who put them in this corner. They did this to themselves, right? And they have said too much to not really try and win. But that's but that's Matt Clentag's job is on the line. But that's why I think. Please, that's, that's why the, it's obviously want them to win. But like, at least if they don't, we could say see you to that guy. But well, we'll see. Yeah, that's why we I think, think. That's why I think they've been. Rumored at least to go to be going in on on Didi and Mike Mustakis yep. and not so much Josh Donaldson is because Didi and Mustakis will not cost them a second. And round I'm fine pick. with that. I mean, both those guys are solid baseball players. I mean, we've been wanting Moose for the entirety of the time we've done this podcast. It feels like so we're. I'm happy with that. That's yeah. fine. I, I think that's a smart strategy. But you still have to spend. Regardless of that, you still have to go and get guys. They do. Again, they have way too many holes on this. They have way too many holes. All right, let's talk about those real quick. Uh, Didi, I think that's been the number one kind of position player name we've heard the most recently, at least. I'll say him and Moose. Him and Moose, but mostly Didi, I think. The connection to Girardi, all that. How real do you think it is, and what do you think of the idea of bringing Didi in? Because obviously it has ramifications. I think it's either, I think they're going to sign one of Moose or Didi. 
and then they'll put like Segura at the other spot. Segura at the other spot or Kingery at the other spot and go from there. I can um, see that. And then put Segura at second. So Segura at second or third, and depending on whether you do Didi or Moose and so on and so right. forth. Right. So if, if if they sign Moose, then they put Kingery at short and they put Segura at second. Mm-hmm. And if they sign Didi, put him at short, Kingery where- Segura at third, Kingery at second. Yeah, I would rather Kingery at third, even though like, sure. man. <laughs> man. <laughs> Man. Where's the pop going well, how from? About the, how about the little bombshell that just came out that uh, I don't remember who had it. But Morosi. Was it Morosi? Sugar has a full no trade clause? Yeah. What? Super. <laughs> what? Super. What? How's that happen? Well, Granted, that contract. was probably the contract, and that was a contract the Mariners signed. Yeah, for, so. it wasn't. It's not Clint. Not Clint fault. fault, but still, not ideal. Yeah, I wish he didn't. I certainly not wish he didn't have a non-trade yes, no trade clause. I would prefer he did, a non, did not have a non-trade yeah. clause. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um. And it feels like Didi to me, for what it's worth. If I had to bet on one of those guys, it feels like Didi. Yeah, it just the the it's been a name we've heard literally since the season ended. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not sure how tradable Gene Segura is. Well, yeah, it's a good point. Fourteen too. million dollars a year for the next look three years. How many teams he's been on in the last few? I mean, like clearly teams are not psyched to have Gene Segura on their team. They don't want to keep him. Like, you know, and he can't play shortstop. No, I mean he's just you know too big now. He doubled the amount of errors anyone else on the team last year. He was dead. Jimmy's mean, just a bad shortstop. Me and Gene, the hit machine. Yeah. Hey. Uh, and I, I can't I think, wait. I mean, look, I still believe in the bat if they can figure it out. And, and he can not go through all kinds of issues. He seems like he's not the best teammate. Like, he's a bit of a malcontent. Like, he certainly is not someone who's going to hustle on every play. We know that. But the bat's real. The bat the bat can play, especially at second base, if that's where they want to put him. But Oh, if he left here, there's no doubt he's batting like 330 next year. Oh, of year. course. Yeah. Are you kidding He's me? winning a batting title. Lock it in. Yeah, winning a batting title. And when get Carlos right Santana starting on the All-Star team together. Yeah, that's going to happen. Oh. Um, yeah, and there's no, there's no more uh, uh, bigger king of of uh, buying as high as possible and selling as low as possible <laughs> no, it's unbelievable. than Glenn Sack. Wait, wait till he trades Hoskins this offseason, and then he hits like 40 home runs. Of next course. Year. That's exactly what would happen. Um. So yeah, Segura. It, it seems like they're trying to move him. I don't know how movable he is with the no trade. And like, do you think he really wants to get traded again? No. <laughs> I think he'll be here. I I don't think we're getting rid of Segura. I think he's I think he's here, but he's playing a different position. And like, that'd be my prediction. I don't think Segura's a bad player. Like, I think he's fine. But I don't want to pay him fourteen million dollars for the next well, three yeah. years. And and then on t- again, it just seems like there. In addition to bad defense, it seems like he's just not the best guy down on your team. Like he's not. D Gordon fought him. Yeah, D. Gordon seems like the nicest guy in baseball. Uh, seriously, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. All right, one more question about position players because you mentioned him before, and there obviously has just been no talk about it because we focus so much on pitching and all that. But any chance they're in on Rondo? I think they'll be on. I think they'll be in on anyone. Right, but I mean, I'm talking really in on Rendon. I'm talking. Wow, there are four teams left in this, and the Phillies are one of them in on Rendon. Mm. Gut says no. Heart says yes. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Oh my god, dude! I want him so bad. I would just. Oh. I would be head over heels. Oh. especially because he's gonna he's gonna get like two. He's gonna get like two sixty. Well, and here's the thing: this team has needs. Rendon is the best player on the market. I said before that Garrett Cole would be my top choice just because of where this team is at and all that. But in terms of who do I want to pay the money to that they are going to get the most, it's Rendon. It's not close. Oh, like, I feel so good giving that guy 260, 300 million, whatever. I feel great about it. If He's I could, that good. If I could, if I could watch him 162 times. Oh, year, how fun would that I'd be? I'd be so happy. Oh, I'd be so happy. He's just so good. He's just a good hitter. I just want a guy like that. 
when a guy who just he goes up to the plate, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna come through for us. And he always you know? gets a, he always gets a hit when his team needs him. He's the first guy ever to have home runs in Game Six and Seven of the World Series. Come on, or one of two, or whatever yeah, that was. And fraud ass Derek Jeter's getting the Hall of Fame <laughs> for his clutch numbers. Unanimous. <laughs> How about the a Jeter or no one or whatever that thing is? Oh yeah. God, it's so it's so old baseball writerish. Uh, it's the it's the worst. Um, the, again, you know, I'm I'm. More or less out on the Hall of Fame compared to how much I used to be in on it. We had fun going there and all that, but it just feels so stupid, the whole process and the way it works. It's just frustrating. It's okay. Yeah. We'll be all right. I know. But, and, I still care. That's the problem. Like, I wish I didn't. If you could get Rendon, if you can get... It wouldn't be a bad path for the Phillies to get Rendon... Well, that's why I asked you. And then flip... I mean, they have a need there. I mean, it's a, one way or the other, you're filling your third base spot. Right. So and Baum could play first. Bone can play first, or you can flip him. Or, for, exactly. For if you're going to sign Rendon, then all of a sudden, Bone is the centerpiece of the package to go get a starting pitcher. Starter X, exactly. Right. So it's it's almost like if you don't want to pay for a Madison Bumgarner, if you don't want to pay for yes, a. use Bone as a chip and, and go sign Rendon. I, that, I, I think that would. I, I As we talk it out, I almost like that more. I know. I, got, I, I was thinking about it very deeply the yeah. other day. It's I like, mean, it's that's like, a really they, realistic track could they get Rendon and then flip either Hoskins or Bowen and get a, and get a pretty good starter in here? yes I think they could I think they could too yeah I mean, especially like Bowen to an AL team like his defense is a question like his bat's not a question his defense at any position it's like Hoskins like Hoskins isn't good first baseman we know that it's just no. the only spike could stick him and I was watching uh I don't know how I got on this but I was watching a, a <laughs> I, Pat, never, I never know how you get on I was watching know. a Pat Burrell uh like mini like <laughs> what his, his the day uh, sports rise back in the day. Sure, sports rise today like a sending away montage of <laughs> oh Pat Burrell. What, what are you doing? And it was on how YouTube. Do you, how do you get to this? Um. Oh, I know how I got there. So I was. I didn't really mean it, but tell me. I was walking around my apartment doing uh, Harry Callis's call of Burrell's walk off <laughs> against the Giants when I was again in two thousand eight. When I was like, could it be? Yeah. Burl. Um. So I was like walking around my house doing that, and I was like, "Oh wait, I need to hear the call because I just was in a and mood." And then it just started a, mood. A, a hole. So then I watched Pat Burrell's uh, walk off against the Giants, and then I found another video. And it. Hold on. I, I need. <laughs> I need to bring up because the they just they roasted Burl in his like going away thing for no reason. Um. And I thought it was hilarious, but anyway, um. I was watching this Burl thing. And they showed his first base highlights. Bad. And I was like, oh my God, that's so bad. <laughs> but <laughs> but we're also might be seeing the same thing with, with, uh, bomb. Oh man, it got deleted from my thing. Anyway, it was, it was John Bork or something. And he was saying like, and even though Burl's postseason numbers were terrible, <laughs> just straight up said <laughs> just shots for yeah, no reason. Just, I mean, he is the worst World Series hitter of all time. But he had that one big hit. Yeah, he's one for 23 in the World Series. What a hit though. Oh, super. What a hit. Where would we be without that Has hit? Has to lead the I parade. Yeah. Even though he's, I still think he's a bust. Love that guy. He wasn't a bust. He wasn't. Just because he was the number one pick in the draft, he wasn't. Think about how many number one picks in the draft suck and never make it to, ma- like, never do anything in Major League Baseball. Yeah, and we're not going to talk about someone that was on this podcast a month ago. <laughs> we're not going to do it. No. <laughs> Love him. He's a good talker. He's a great talker. I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> Made it easy on us. For sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's iron it out here. What do you think is going to happen? Of the names we've talked about, you know, who do you think ends up here and kind of what general numbers do you expect? Uh, I think they signed Didi. 
Three years, $45 million. I agree. I was going to say DD for sure. I think they signed Zach Wheeler for I five years, too. 115 That's what I'm expecting. Somewhere in that general range, 5 120 something like that. Um, I think they make an interesting trade. They need to. I mean, this is not enough, what we're talking about here. No, it's not. But they're going to have two starters. I think Hamels might play himself out of the market. Which would be great. Why would that be great? Oh, I thought you meant like overplay his market. You're saying the market might be too much, right? I think I think gotcha. I think the market could become too I much, agree. which is I think like that's certainly possible. Pretty scary, to be honest with you. Um, and then it comes down to like, like, do I really want Rick Porcello in here? No, like I'd almost rather I'd almost rather see Eflin again. Like I would, I I want nothing to do with Rick Porcello. I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm good. Like good. Kyle Gibson, I think is fine. It's fine. Innings eater, great, whatever. Yeah, I mean, Portello is an innings eater. Right? He's, He's just terrible, young, which is crazy. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Yeah, I it, hate the fact that Rick Porcello. It breaks my soul. Yeah, it, it really, really, it really hurts. Just watch the guy pitch. He's not a Cy Young winner. Yeah, so it's like I, if I don't get, I got, the only pitchers I'm really interested in mm-hmm. are Wheeler, Baumgartner, the two big guys, and Hamels. So I think they're going to get one of those guys, Wheeler, yeah. Bumgarner, Hamels, and then I think I'd rather just like I think Zach Eflin could be better than what's out there in the rest of the market, and I want to see what Spencer Howard can do. I definitely agree with you on the Howard thing for sure. I think that he should be factored into the plans, but if I could if I could run out of rotation next year, if Nola Wheeler, Hamels, Arietta Howard, I'm happy. I'm good with that. Arietta Eflin. Yeah, well, Arietta. Uh, I'd rather see Eflin to be blatantly honest, but. So what I, I mean, they won't do that, right? I just I, I have a hard time believing that they're really going to be in on the big guys. I do too, unless the market falls their way. Like, and, and last off season, we were the exact opposite. We were we kept saying they're getting Harper or they're getting Machado. One of the two is particularly Harper. I just don't feel it this off season. No, I just don't. No, it feels like they want. I said it before, but it feels like they want a bunch of dudes. Yeah, they're going to be active. They'll make moves. I I am with you. I think trades will happen. Like they will do some stuff. I just don't think it's going to have the same kind of sticker shock as as last offseason, or as a lot of people were hoping it would. Well, it's almost like Girardi was their sticker shock. Yeah, it's a great point, actually. And it look, it worked. It was. It was yeah, good. It gave them good publicity. Yeah, it did. So, and I and again, we'll make a difference, but um, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to take time. I, again, I know that Morosi said that. I do think they make one move. And again, I think they're a little more freed up if they don't really expect to be in on Garrett Cole to the level that, you know, would take to get him or if they're just like waiting out the market and hey maybe we get him cheaper then they're gonna act ahead of time and they're not gonna wait out the the offseason the same way at least i would guess i agree yeah i agree but man man i could really use it falling their way i could really use dude imagine imagine uh, rendon i that's my new thing because i i really given what he's done in this ballpark i really don't feel like it's gonna be garrett cole just out of the blue give me rendon well, and like the Lidge thing the other day where he was like, they're going to throw sick money at Garrett Cole. I, yeah, like, I, I, I just don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't either. I'm I hope good. they do. Look, again, I will take Garrett Cole. I would love to be proven wrong and Please. say, hey, Middleton's going to bring in another 200 Please. plus million dollar guy. And what's so annoying is like I was looking at the uh, 09 Yankees and they had three guys making $20 million or more on that team. A-Rod, was Matsui that high? No, no it was A-Rod, CC, and Teixeira. Oh, yeah. Teixeira, I forgot about Teixeira. Was, oh, no, no. No, it wasn't even Teixeira. It was, uh, it was A-Rod, CC, and Jeter. Oh yeah. Well, what about Tashari? Was he would have been over twenty million too? I think he might have been. Regardless, I mean, look, that's the point though. Look, and again, the rhetoric that Middleton has spewed has been: I want to be the Yankees of the, the South. I want to be that big boy. So you got to be the big boy. It's time. It's go time. It's go time. Go time. Uh, Burnett made sixteen million that year. Uh, Giant Damon made thirteen million that year. 
I forgot he was on that team. Jeter, boy, how, how could you forget yeah. Johnny Damon? He's still no, third I'm base. I'm talking just now while we're talking right now. Like, Jeter made $21 million. Um, Hideki Matsui made $13 million. Um, Rivera made $15 million. A-Rod made $33 million. Oh, CCLA made 15 that year, and Teixeira made 20 Ah, uh, okay. So that's a lot of money thrown around. That's so much money. A lot of money. And the Phillies have money. Kinda, you know what? spend it. Sign some freaking dudes, man. <laughs> sign some dudes. Sign some dudes. Give me Rendon. Yes. No, I just... Just sign some dudes. It's so weird that it's like, it doesn't it doesn't feel like... It feels like they're going to do a lot this year, but they're not going to be the do the one. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, look, there are three guys. It's, it's Cole, Strasburg, and Rendon. And if it's not any of those three... It's just not going to have the same punch. No. Like, it'll be fun. It'll matter. And we'll, we'll be excited about the moves they make, most likely, hopefully. But it's not going to have that same punch. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just excited to pay Jake Arrieta $25 million <laughs> next year. I'm, you know what? I'm excited for 2021. See you, Jake. <laughs> Bye, buddy. He's gone. Bye. Um, God. I think if they can, if they can, I, w- I just wish they would go after one of these guys and then reset the tax after next year. Me too. Me too. Reset it. We'll see. And give me one cool trade. <laughs> one cool, just one. One cool trade. trade for can me. I can I start doing like uh the the my the made up trade of the week? Yes. Mitch Haniger, go. Yeah, okay. So Mitch Haniger. Yes. I would love Mitch Haniger on the Phillies. I co-signed that. I love Mitch Haniger. Hustle uh, guy. Now people in Philly will love Mitch Haniger. Yeah. Hustle. Now he he had a lacerated like testicle last year. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It's a bad one. <laughs> it's not a great idea. How are you supposed to hit like that? Um, How are you supposed to live like that, right. Jack? Um, so he played like 42 games in center field last year. Wasn't great at it. Gold Glover in right field. I think he could play center field. Why not? Um, eh, this team has <laughs> never cared if people could actually play the positions they right. put him at. So sure, right? Hanniger in center field. Um, and I was looking at some. I was looking at a Mariners blog that was tweeting about it. <laughs> of course you were, or whatever. Because 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 I have a uh, I have. Don't explain it. Just don't explain. Well, it's it. on my tweet deck. I think I have, oh, hold on, whose name was on my tweet? Oh, Stott. I have Bryson Stott on my uh-huh. tweet deck. And they were saying Pavetta and Stott as a headline for, for Mitch Haniger, which is interesting. Seems like a lot for Mitch Haniger. I love Mitch Haniger, but it seems like a lot. Back injury. Yeah. Uh, was really bad last year. Was really good the year before. Yeah. Still an OPS plus over 100. It's a lot. I feel like you get them cheaper. Throw in Austin Adams. How about that? Mm, Austin Adams and Mitch Haniger oh, deal. Oh, buddy. Klentzak already has a relationship with Jerry DePoto. You know, that. Well, that was my first thought when you mentioned Mitch Haniger and me earlier today. Was it Klentzak's guy? Go to the Mariners. Make something happen. Right. So the so Mitch Haniger has three years of team control left. So And McCutcheon has two years left on his deal. Once McCutcheon's out of here, move Haniger to left field and then have whoever in center field. Boom. I love it. <laughs> I love Mitch Haniger. All right. You got any uh, note bag or... So we haven't been on the air, uh, or haven't been on this podcast since the Astros thing broke. Oh yeah, good good point. And I would just like to say, you know, I respect. Uh, you know, I really like that the Phillies did not dupe to this level and win a World Series by cheating. Oh yeah, I really love how much the Phillies respect <laughs> the sport. <laughs> and I can definitively say that they were not cheating at the plate last year. 
They were. They were. Do- oh yeah. They might have been doing the opposite. No. Actually. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Maybe the teams were cheating <laughs> against them. We didn't know. How about that? <laughs> the Phillies once again didn't get the juice balls at Citizens Bank Park, and they were not cheating. Yeah. Listen, I just want to say, like, I respect the Phillies for respecting the sport. It's good looking. At um, they're the most upstanding yeah. organization in baseball. Um, they don't want any edges. They don't want any competitive <laughs> no, edge no at edge. all. Um, no. They gave they gave Gabe Kapler bad information last oh, year God. and made him use all his decisions, um, only using numbers, but the numbers were bad. So mm. um, just love love how uh, committed they stand are up. to, to yeah, stand up organization. Real stand up organization. Yes. Um, I, winning is not fun. Um, <laughs> and I certainly would not like to win a World Series with the way the Astros were were winning. Shout out to the uh, the guy. <laughs> John Boy. Shout out to the person on Wikipedia who changed the 2017 AL MVP to center field camera. I thought that was pretty solid. Mm. That's good. Pretty not joke. Bad. Good pretty one. good joke. Uh, but it is really embarrassing what they went through. It's crazy. It's a crazy story. I cannot wait to see what the penalty is going to be. Me too. It's it's. It's got to be punitive. Like baseball has to crack down on. This. Yes, they have to trade Alex Bregman yeah. to the Phillies. That's what I heard. Yes, yes. <laughs> Salisbury said, Salis- "Can we get Jeff Lunn out too? I don't even care. Can we just take him? It's fine." Salisbury said that he wouldn't be surprised if it was ten million dollars, three first round picks, and international slot money. Wow, that'd be steep. That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. Three first round picks. That'd be a lot. Good. Man, good. Set them back a little bit. They don't need them. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> They'll be fine anyway. And they have to send They'll all their- They'll still draft and develop better than the Phillies. So. They have to send all their scouts to the Phillies. Yeah, I like that part of it. And Alex Bregman. <laughs> and Alex Bregman. <laughs> so, and Jordan Alvarez. That's what I would do if okay. I was Major League Baseball. It's good. Which right. would you rather have, big market in Houston or big market in Philadelphia? Great point. Yeah. Solved it. Listen, think about the sport for once, Rob Manfred. And also- if you get rid of Red, uh, Williamsport, I'm going to be furious. It, is that something that's Williamsport being is on the shopping block <gasps> for the 42 teams? No. Yes. Not okay. I haven't been following the, the they're, they, they're considering getting rid of 42 major or minor league baseball teams. Well, I knew about that. I didn't know Williamsport was on the Williamsport list. Williamsport is on the shopping block. Oh, no. I would just like to say, no. Don't do it. I need my Williamsport crosscutters. Me too. They're, they're the only team in the Phillies organization I actually care about. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going to get my Kendall Simmons updates? My Bryson Stott updates? Where are we going to send our first round pick next year? It's a better question. I don't want to lose. All right, first off, baseball. <laughs> Williamsport <laughs> is like the it's it's that's baseball my, heaven. That's the better argument. That's what I'm talking about right here. Like it's it's freaking baseball. I'm like with you. Williamsport, Pennsylvania is baseball. Why are you doing that? And also, morons. Tell like, them, Jack. Like baseball. The only way baseball is going to survive long term is if you have the kids involved. Listen, the only reason like people even, like. Baseball is a sport that anyone can play, and and it's played from a young age. All right, and like the the game is doing well in the standpoint of it's the one of the only youth sports that's actually growing in the last couple mm-hmm. of years. Baseball is actually growing, and you need like older people go to baseball games because they remember. Oh, back in the day, I played baseball. Like, I'm going to go to the game now or whatever. Like it's such a it's such a passed down sport that like getting rid of 42 minor league baseball teams like it just it kills the ability for for kids to go watch games for cheap and like some of these teams are so far like some of these people are so far away from major league baseball stadiums mm-hmm. like what are it's not helping anything it's cutting out markets that are not gonna like let's say you're Williamsport Pennsylvania first of all if you're closer to New York than you are Philadelphia but all the Phillies prospects are in are in are in Williamsport you can watch them grow from the young age and then once they get down to this is back park it's like oh I followed that guy from the beginning like what are we doing what are we doing it's good work I right hate there. it I'm with you. I hate it. It's well said. Because I just think that the, the only way baseball survives is if the younger generation watches it and likes it. I agree with you. 
and they can pass it down to their kids. I agree. And like you need to be able to teach a game to people. I'm with you. And the you. game's like eight dollars. I know. I'm with you. It's really annoying. I could tell, man. That was a rant. Don't get rid of Williamsport. Okay. I need my crosscutters. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. Yeah. It's well said. Final um, thought. I have more. Oh, okay. Keep going. I would just like to say. Keep rolling. I'd just like to say. Um, I am going to. Uh, I don't know if you saw the the big news of uh, the non tender candidates, but uh, uh, Yin Chen. It's devastating. It is a major loss to the Phillies. I love facing that. There game. was truly nothing better than than Yin Chen coming into a game, me looking at his contract again, laughing at it. <laughs> it was like fifty two million, or something. and then also knowing the Phillies were about to score. A minimum of a minimum of two runs. See you way in. I, 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 you I, will be missed. Yeah, he was he for as much as we thought Jose Alvarez was the human embodiment of waving the white flag. Uh-huh. It was really Wei and Chen, <laughs> and I'm gonna miss him. I'm really gonna miss. Him. I think that's fair. Wei and Chen. I, I, I think was, it's Wei. I, was I think it's Wei and, and Yeah, I was, I was um, So I really hope the Mets sign you. Um, <laughs> someone in the Braves NL. and Nationals are too smart. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So I could really use Wayne Chen, Wayne Chen staying in the NL East, and I am going to miss you. I think it's fair. What else you got? And Joe Dillon. Oh, how did I not get into? Joe? I don't know. I just remembered. No, him. I know. But I, I am excited about Joe Dillon. He's a nice mix. You talked about him in the last pod. Yeah, he's a nice mix of of modern analytics and and old tool teaching and World Series champion. World Series champion, but also like. In the two years when he was there, their walk rates or their strikeout rates went down and their walk rates went up and it seemed like they had more hard contact. And he does this, like, it's so crazy how, like, you would think that you'd want to teach your players to play at game speed, you know, practice at game mm-hmm. speed. And, like, it's now just becoming a thing with, with hitting coaches that they, they're, they, they're bringing guys who throw hard because in the game you're going to see guys that throw Makes hard. Makes sense. What and a crazy thought. It's just crazy how, like, this general concept of, like, Oh, uh, you got to hit off the tee. Yeah, and you ridiculous. Do all this stuff uh, and soft toss or whatever. Yeah. And now guys are like, no, let's bring in actual pitchers and let like, smart. hitters face it's them. Really smart. I mean, I get general VP is to loosen you up, right? But, but like, still smart to make you better or whatever. Yeah. So um, apparently, he instituted a bunch of drills down in um, down in Washington. And you know, I think there's a couple people that are a little worried because. There was a Washington Post article about Joe Dillon a couple years ago, and they asked Bryce about him, and he's like, "I'm not gonna really do any of that stuff." And it's because like Bryce does his own thing, so I'm yeah. not, I, it's not like he doesn't like Joe right. Dillon or whatever. Bryce I, does his own thing. We right, know I mean, that. remember the quote this year? Yeah, when of the, course. When the we laughed about the, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Bryce has his own routine. Yeah, yeah. I would, you know, I would like to see him maybe take some coaching. Sure, it can't hurt. Get right. even better than he yeah, already was. What a thought. Um, but I'm excited about Joe. I'm excited about Joe Dillon, and I think the staff is just great. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. And speaking of the staff, how about this for a quote? Ready. There's a fairly strong feeling that we're not going to teach anybody the split finger at the early stage, Reds pitching coach Brian Price said. It's more for a guy that's less defined at the higher levels, that hasn't had as much success, and we think that maybe has some intangibles to pitch in the big Uh, leagues. I wonder where you're going with this one. And it's a good addition pitch to maybe get them over the hump to be a big league pitcher. You can't trade him away in your fake trade and then bring this quote. Sounds like breakout (laughs) Pavetta. We're back. If he teaches him a splitter... Watch out. Watch out. It's that sounds like he's describing Pavetta. It's more for a guy that's less defined at higher it. levels, that hasn't had as much success, and we think maybe has some intangibles to pitch in the big leagues, and it's a good addition pitch to get them over the hump. <laughs> that's what we're looking for, Brian Price. Get Pavetta over the hump. Uh, that's a good quote. Let's yeah. go. 
So what if it was seven years ago? <laughs> See, it still works. Still works. Yeah. Splitter. He was Brian. he was talking about Pavetta seven years in the future. Yeah. And that, that's how good Brian Price is. And 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 there's a press conference with kids that were in and they were down Citizens Bank Park. They're sleeping over for the night. They're talking to Joe Girardi. Little the J, Matt Clentak asked this little kid who his favorite player was, and he said Nick Pavetta. And Joe Girardi said, "Well, he's a starter. He doesn't play every day." Key word there. He's a star. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got anything else? No. That was a good one to end on, I think. <laughs> it was good work right there. I actually had some final thoughts. That was, you brought it today. That was, I almost want to applaud you, but I won't. Mm. It was good. <sighs> I need a side. I could really good. use a move this week. Yeah, me too. Get something to Give get something the cool. juices flowing. So, uh, rate and review the podcast. Do it for Jack. It means the world. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. How about that? We made it, Jack. Oh, we Thanksgiving. Made it. We made it. I'm excited. We both get a day off from work. Yes. You get two. You get two. Jealous. Yeah. I get one. Well, I'll take one. Um. Yeah. So everyone have a have a happy Thanksgiving. Um. Hopefully Matt Klintak can give us something. To, yeah, buddy. You know. Um. Also, I think we should change uh the official meal of Thanksgiving from turkey to ham. Wow. You yeah. just waited till the end for that take, huh? Yeah. It's a crazy take. Ham superior. I think ham is probably better, but turkey once a year works. Yeah, but it's like you gotta nail the turkey. You true. You can and mess the gravy up ham. Is, gravy is incredibly important too. Yeah. Here's my Thanksgiving take: We should eat stuffing year round. Crazy. Yeah, I agree. Stuffing's awesome. Why? Do know, we, why do we limit it to once a year? I don't get it at all. I'm going to go home, and I'm gonna get a gobbler. You should. I love the gobbler. Yeah, that's good. Big fan. Yeah, come sponsor us while while we're here. I'll eat as many dollars as you need yeah, me to. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an actual paid endorsement instead of the free one I just gave you. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> That'd be nice. All right. Uh, rate and read the pod. Happy Thanksgiving. He's Fred some We'll talk to you guys later.